thing. What's up, everybody? This is Supreme Being. This is another episode, whether you're joining us live or here on Zoom. Welcome. First and foremost, this podcast is sponsored by Team BC, my real estate team. If you need anything, you can go to teambcsold.com and contact us. We can help you worldwide when it comes to real estate. Uh, number two would be Modern Success, my personal coaching and mentorship program for the planet. I've opened it up. Uh, shout out to all the newest members. And we have our next event, August 10th, in person here in LA. It's going to be incredible, and it's a members-only event. So if you haven't joined, go to briancasella.com, or if you're on Instagram, you can go to the link in my bio and join. Okay. Lastly, EXP Realty. If you're a realtor, go to join.exprealty.com and get on our roster. Otherwise, you can go to uh, Instagram or Facebook and reach out to me personally, and I'll help you out. Okay. So something I want to talk about. Um, something I want to talk about today is two things, right? Obviously, I want to talk more about people putting themselves out there and kind of getting over that fear and actually starting, right? But something that I was just watching right now that brought this to my attention is a lot of people who follow me or in general who are, you know, doing their research and studies online, it doesn't really matter, you know, what background you have if you're coming for real estate, entrepreneurship, doing a nine to five, it doesn't matter. A lot of people look at podcasts and content, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but they're looking for change right? They're looking to better themselves. They're looking to change something, change their relationship status, change their financial status, change something. Something wants to be improved or changed out for something else. Okay. Basic, right? So the number one mistake that people make, and this is something that people need to finally click in their mind. You live with certain patterns in a certain environment in a certain way. Okay. A lot of times for you to realize what it's going to take to make the change or be in a position to readily accept the change, many times, you're going to be, have to be removed from the patterns that you're currently running. This is what I mean by that, okay? This is why if I do an event or I do some sort of retreat or someone else does, it pulls you out of your current pattern and reality and what you're doing and your routines and your environment, and it puts you in a new one which allows you now to actually be able to receive and see this change. First, you're knocked off, right? You're kind of, it's like a pattern interrupt. You're in a different world now, right? But it puts you in, in a much better position to receive, learn, and actually spot the difference. Sometimes we're so caught up in what we're doing that like we fail to make connections. So you could even be learning from somebody, me, somebody else, and you still find it a little bit difficult to actually start applying some stuff. It's because you're stuck in your world and your pattern, okay? You need to be able to step out of it, right? And I see a lot of people already talking about uncomfortable and being uncomfortable. This is beyond that, okay? This is um, a level beneath that. On the surface level, yeah, it's getting out of your comfort zone, sure. But that's one way of looking at it. Below that is unless you're shaken from your reality in a sense like i'm taking i want to go up from an energetic level right frequency i want to raise it i need to be pulled out of the one that i'm currently in and i need to have access to or see the other one that i'm trying to connect to and this is why now you're able to like they call it a retreat for example you go into a new environment everything's new right yet you're there willingly saying i want to make a change now all your undivided attention and energy and focus is on this person or this event and these activities, and it's gonna actually help you make the change. Now you have the proper reference when you step back into your world 
to be able to apply, number one. Number two, you clearly see the difference because you just got shooken up and you got raised. Now you go back and it's like, whoa, now I'm spotting what people were talking about. But it took me stepping away to be able to see this thing the way it's supposed to be or how I'm supposed to now level up. So this is one of the reasons, if you're paying attention here and you really connect the dots on what I just said, this is one of the reasons I'm always telling people, you need to go to XYZ event, you need to do this. If I do an event, come. You need to be a part of these things, especially if there's a, a cause or a person that you support. You, you have to do this, because this is the number one way, and if there is a quick way, we can say, this is the quickest of the ways that you're gonna make the changes and start to see these differences, right? I've been a part of a lot of masterminds and events, and every time I've gone somewhere in person, it wasn't always necessarily the information that I got at the event. It was being in that environment and doing those certain activities and breaking out of what I normally do that put me in the right position at that time to learn and take the steps forward that I needed to take. Then when I went back to what I normally do in my normal patterns and routines, I clearly spotted the differences and saw, oh, this needs to be changed, this needs to be leveled up, and, um, <clears throat> and this needs to be shifted, okay? And sometimes, it's not a big shift. A lot of times it's small little tweaks that you make here and there, right? Like a 10 degree change on your course if you're sailing a boat, right? 10, 10 degrees to the right. Now over time, the trajectory changes the course a lot and there'll be miles in between if you keep going. <clears throat> so a lot of times it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't require much. It's just little shifts here and there, okay? So I wanted to say that first because I still believe that that is very highly misunderstood by people. Because there's this tendency like, oh, I don't want to learn from this person. Oh, I don't want to go to the event. We want to effectively, without doing much and as little as possible, make big changes. Well, that's not how it goes. You need to be able to shake things up a lot to make big changes. You have to exchange at the same proportion that you're going to receive. You want to be a billionaire, well, you're going to have to exchange billionaire level of creation, effort, energy, time. You're not just going to sit on your couch flipping channels uh, praying about the law of attraction, and you're going to get a billion dollars. That's not the way it works. Okay. So now let's transition into a topic that I wanted to talk about today. Okay. A lot of people are still coming to me even after years. Hey, bro, I've been following you for three years. I want to do this. I'm like, why the fuck haven't you started? You've been following me for years, right? Putting themselves out there. Let's say they don't even want to be a big YouTube or social media star. They just want to start putting some stuff out, writing some statuses, making some videos, and now this this wall hits where they're like, man, I'm scared to do it. I don't want to do it. Okay. Now this, we always circle back to this topic because as we get deeper in this timeline, right, we're in 2019 right now, being able to successfully blend the old school with the new school is really what's going to give you an advantage. And a part of this talk is the new school, which is growing your brand online and just speaking again, not for the attention, not for the money or any of the other shit people associate it with. I mean, just for the fact of building yourself, building your brand, and more importantly, building a certain skill set. Because what if I told you that being able to deliver on video and getting to the point where you're decently polished on video is going to help you with your social anxiety, it's going to help you with the communication skills, and it's going to make you better overall and more effective as a human being. A lot of people don't deduce those three things that I just said with making video. They think making video is just attention and money. It's not what it is. Okay, case in point, you're out, you and your friends, especially if you're listening to this and you're not comfortable yet with video. 
you're out, everybody's having a good time, ha ha ha, blah, blah, blah. Someone's like, hey, I'm recording, what does everybody do? <laughs> everybody freezes and now suddenly everybody starts acting differently because the camera's on and people are recording. What is that? What is that phenomenon? It's like getting on stage and the curtains open and you thought it was gonna be your mom and dad and you have a sea of 10,000 people now that you need to speak to. Whoa, right? Now you're like, oh my God, your heart feels like it's in your throat. You're sweating, you're nervous, right? All of a sudden, all your attention is on you. It's intense for a lot of people. So working on video will simultaneously allow you to chop down some of these things and, and get over it. Because whether people want to accept it or not, your ability to communicate is going to determine a lot, okay? A lot. Your success in relationships, your self-esteem, your confidence, how much money you make, how well you do in your careers, a lot of that has to do with your communication skills, okay? Especially when it comes to you with you. So now I'm faced with a person coming and saying, well, I want to do video, but I'm scared. Okay. A few, co a few simple things we can break down for you to understand that <clears throat> it's not really as difficult as you think it is. Okay. Now the first thing is this. Okay. And, and I've said this for a long time. Maybe it's finally time for me to come out and say it on the podcast. My closer students um, have heard this for years already, but now I'll just give it on the podcast. Okay. And you might have heard me say it before, but I want you to really get this, all right? If you're listening to this right now, okay, think to yourself for a second as I say this, this next sequence of words, okay? When you make a video on YouTube for your own personal records or whatever it is, and you go to look at it, or you're gonna show somebody a video of yours, do you cringe or do you have a uneasy feeling inside? Okay, you don't have to answer it live, just answer it to yourself. Because for 99% of people, it's a hell yes. I'll never show video. I hate the way I look. I hate the way I sound, blah, 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 blah. So you watch yourself and you cringe, okay? Or you're just like, God, no, okay? Now think about that for a second, okay? Think about that for a second, because if that's present in you, you will never, you will never be great at video or communication. You know why? Here's why. Number one, that tells me where your level of self-esteem and confidence is in yourself, okay? Somebody who's high level of self-esteem, high level of confidence, even if they're not good at something, will say, well, I'm not good at this, and I accept that. They don't beat themselves up about it or cry and bitch and moan about it, okay? We know that. But number two, listen to this. <clears throat> if you can't watch yourself, if you can't appreciate yourself, if you can't admire yourself, how the fuck can you expect somebody else to? How can you, looking at yourself cringing, be like, well, I'm gonna make videos and I'm gonna go viral, I'm gonna make millions of dollars. Does that make any fucking sense? No, that's ass backwards. So that's the first step I tell people. Forget about what camera you need, these lights, a video editor, work on that, because that is gonna be the number one determining fucking factor. Number one, if you're gonna do it, and number two, the level of success you're gonna have, okay? Because if that's never in place and it's never fully like, yes, I enjoy watching myself, I'm not perfect, but hey, I love watching me do my thing because I'm getting better every day. If you don't have that there, you're always gonna hold back in your communication, you're never gonna be real and authentic, and you're not gonna give off that energy and vibe that is just so fucking magnetic and attractive to people. This is one of the reasons, amidst all the bullshit that's thrown to me, said about me, and all the hate that I get, people still fuck with me and ride with me. And I think I have some of the most loyal fans in the game when it comes to social media, okay? 
I, I really think I do. But it's that. There's just that X factor or whatever it is. But one of the reasons I have that is what I just described to you. I watch myself. I'll show my parents, hey, look at this new video I made. And I'm not saying I'm the shit. I'm just like, man, look. Look how much I progressed. Look how good my communication skills are now. Look, I want to show you. This video is great. I spoke for 10 minutes about uh, how to increase your self-esteem. Watch, it's really good. And I'm willingly, proudly, that's the opposite of what I just described, right? I'm proudly saying, look at this video. It's fucking great. I worked really hard. Check it out. And I'm like excitingly being, so people are almost like, wait, what the fuck? Like you're excited about showing me? Because they know, because they know that on, on the flip, on the flip side, they would be like, I don't want to show. Or they would show you the video and they would cover their face like, ah, right? They're kind of making a face while they're showing you. I'm the opposite. I'm like, dude, check it out. And I'm like lip, lip syncing as I, as I say it, right? As I show them, I'm like lip syncing because I remember the video and when I made it and what I said sometimes, right? So that type of energy and enthusiasm and excitement, that's going to be oozing out of you when you make a video. You know why? Because when you have that beingness in you, you're not worried about what the fuck people are going to say or if your aunt is going to complain or shit, I said fuck is my mom. You're not even worried about that. You're just putting out the fucking content. And you could care less what people say. And by the way, this is what allows you to do better. Because the opposite is that thinking of how do I make this go viral? How do I get a million views? How do I get a gazillion likes? Blah, blah, blah. How do I hide uh, my mole? How do I not let people see the real me? It, that's all negative and scarcity and you have an agenda versus just putting your shit out the way you are. You know what I mean? Not to say that there's no strategy behind it, but you get what I'm saying. It's coming from a better place. It's coming from a place of excitement, openness, honesty, authenticity, realness, and a genuine desire to make the video. Not all this other shit that we've been talking about for a long time. So when it comes to, to the subject, that's level one, kindergarten, I need to teach this to you and you need to get it before we even move on. Because once you have that, you're already nine, ahead of 99.9% .9 of people, okay? You really are. So once that's done now, okay? Once that's done, we need to have a, a commitment and a plan for you to consistently produce without worrying about the details and hone your craft every single day. It's that simple. How do you get better at making video? You make a ton of fucking video and you make a lot of mistakes. How do you get better at making calls? You make a ton of calls. How do you get better at going door to door? You go door to door all day, every day. How do you get better at approaching girls if you're a guy? You approach a ton of fucking women and you learn and you get rejected and spit on and pissed on and kicked and slapped by life. That's how you get better because it's the experience that teaches. So just like video, I'm not even gonna give you a perfect model yet. Just make video, even if it's for your own personal use. Say, hey, I'm going to shoot a 30-second video every day. I'm going to do it consistently for a week. Let's do this shit. Now, look, seven days later, and I guarantee you, you're better at making videos. Then, take the next step and send it to people that you know. Hey, I'm, I'm working on my, uh, my videos. I'm going to start sending them to people I know. What do you think? Let me know. And you send it to them. Most people are going to be like, hey, man, that's great. Or, hey, you said, um, 20 times. I would work on that. Cool. You asked for the critique, and they gave it to you. But it's from somebody you know. And if it's the people around you that support you and like you and want you to do well, they're going to give you great, genuine advice. Just like people in my circle who ask me, hey, bro, what do you think about this? Again, I don't go around badgering people. I don't give advice just to give advice. So as I, 
and asked to give advice, I will. Otherwise, I don't, I don't impose myself on anybody. Just like I don't allow people to impose themselves on me. Right? And you have to remember that. If you're going to get criticized and you're going to be open to it, make sure it's from the right people and that you actually want it. Which is a right that you have. Just like anybody has the right to just spew whatever they want out of their mouth here in America, you have the right to reject it. Okay? Never forget that. So now you're doing some videos, blah, blah, blah. You're beginning to appreciate yourself more. Now it's like, okay, now I'm getting in the flow. The next step for you would be to take it to the next level and join something like Toastmasters, right? Toastmasters is a great organization. I know, I think they're worldwide at this point. And you work on your public speaking, okay? I've, I've been recommending this shit for years, okay? I did it for two years when I started. And it was incredible because you have a controlled environment and you're taught some of the basics about speaking. You're taught some very basics about body language, eye contact, um, you know, uh, projecting your voice, tonality, delivery, you know, using the space on the stage. You're taught some basic stuff, which is great. And it gets those jitters out of you of doing public speaking. Because whether you're talking in front of two people or a million people, if they're strangers, a lot of people in the beginning have that, uh, have that nervousness because you're talking in front of strangers, right? Now, again, all this stuff that I'm telling you is going to benefit you in cold calling, going door to door, networking, and all the other activities where you interact with human beings. Believe me, it may not, it may not make sense, but it does. You know why? Because the moment you turn on a video camera and you post it, everyone's assumption and even your own psyche thinks everybody's gonna see this. Even if your fucking video gets 10 views, everyone's mindset is, oh my God, you put it out. It's like CNN put it out and the whole fucking world sees it, right? That's what everybody's thinking. And of course, you think that internally, okay? Now, I just got a question, what kind of content? It doesn't matter, you see? That's already, if we're just gonna work on getting better, that's already thinking too much. You just do it. If you're a realtor, talk about real estate. If you're a fucking insurance agent, talk about insurance. If it's your first video, introduce yourself and talk a few seconds about you. If you're a basketball player, talk about basketball. I don't know, pick one thing and just talk. And then, as you start getting more comfortable, then you can start making bullet points and doing it. It's that simple. Once pressing the, the record button becomes easier and you can do it without second guessing yourself, that's when you can start strategizing about making all kinds of content and all that. The first thing you need to do is be able to press the record button whenever you want at your whim and you don't freak out, okay? Because then you can start strategizing and saying, okay, I'm going to talk about real estate shit. I'm going to talk for a week about sellers, listing your home, pricing it right, finding the right agent. Now I have plenty of ideas and I can make a bunch of videos. Not a problem. Not a problem at all. That's the easy stuff. The hardest fact for a lot of people to get over is accepting themselves and being able to actually do the video. And the key, of course, like with anything else, is do it consistently, right? If you do one video, this is my challenge to everybody here. Do one video a day for the next 14 days. Not even 30, 14 days. 14 videos that are at least 30 seconds long and you don't even have to post them online. This is for your own personal diary. And then at the end of the 14 days, I want you to go back and watch all the videos. And I guarantee you by the 14th video, even, even if you didn't get better that much, you're still gonna notice a big difference. Even if you went from level one to level two in two weeks, you'll notice what improved, and it's gonna light the spark under you 
to do more, okay? Now I got a question saying, how do you provide value with content when you're just getting started and don't have experience, right? So who says that we have to be successful to produce content? Who said that? Is that written in the rule book? I recommend all of you go back to my YouTube. They're listening to this. Brian Casella, if you don't subscribe, I have 132, 133,000 subscribers. Go back and watch my first year or two of videos. I didn't have any experience. All I shared was my journey, and I recorded what I was doing, and, rec and recorded what I was learning. And if I read a book, I gave a little bit of advice on the book that I read and, and my interpretation of it. And then as I started learning, I started giving tips. But I wasn't experienced or successful yet. You see, that, that's another fallacy thrown into the mind of people. You don't need to be a millionaire or billionaire to create content. All these fucking bozos doing ads have just shunned people and said, oh, you have to be a billionaire before you fucking make content. Who the fuck is saying that? The biggest, most successful channels are people who literally do nothing and do pranks. That's what makes money. They don't provide value. All they do is just talk shit and provide mindless entertainment. So what would stop us or you who asked that question from making content? You can make content about whatever the fuck you want. It doesn't matter. Why would you let lack of experience stop you from making fucking content? You can make content about anything. People didn't follow me in the beginning because I provided value. People followed me in the beginning because I had enough balls to put myself out there and I showed somebody building a fucking empire from the ground up. And people were just tuning in like, oh shit, what is he gonna do today? Is he still doing it? Damn, he's going door to door. It wasn't about providing value. People just annexed, right? They just connected to my journey and followed me. That's all it was. I didn't start teaching and selling shit and coaching until I got a lot of demand. That's when I started doing it. And even now, it's just me showing my life on Instagram, on Facebook, that's all you see. Yeah, I teach because I've learned a lot, but that's all you see, I'm just showing you my life. So the focus isn't always, oh, I just, all I need to do is provide value. This is my fucking YouTube, my Facebook, my Instagram, I can do whatever I want. And yes, I love providing value, but I love showing my life and living. So I'm gonna do that too, right? That's, that needs to be the focus. If in the beginning, all you can do is show your journey and it's your own personal video diary, then do it. That's kind of how I thought about it. I didn't think I, I would quickly, well, I mean, I say quickly, but it took me, by the way, two years for everybody listening. It took me two years to get 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. Two fucking years. And then I had people messaging me, man, I've been making videos for three months and I only have 5,000 subscribers. This sucks. I'm like, dude, stop fucking complaining. How about you man the fuck up and keep going and stop crying? It took me fucking two years to get a thousand. Whoa, really? Yes, bozo. I've said that from the fucking beginning. You know what I mean? So just continuously do it and don't be so fucking worried about, oh, I need subscribers and likes and shares. Just fucking put it out, dude. Just put it out. I have 132,000 subscribers and I get two, three, or 4,000 views per video. That's it. It's not much. The algorithm has changed. I don't get many views on Instagram or Facebook. It doesn't matter. And I still have a thriving real estate business and social media presence and businesses and everything else and speaking and touring and, and investment properties and all that. You don't need a fucking gazillion people. Okay? You don't need a gazillion people. Eventually, maybe you'll get there. Maybe I will. I don't know. So, with that said, 
the key ingredient is to begin and get in the habit and make it a ritual to do video so it becomes a part of your schedule, just like brushing your fucking teeth. Do you guys think about brushing your teeth anymore? Do you just do it? You just do it. Video can get to that point. Small strategy, right? Of course, you want to work on your delivery and all that. That's obviously going to get better as time goes on, but it becomes automatic. It becomes a part of your day, okay? So with that said, I will end it here with the lecture portion. So if you guys have questions, I'll take them now. I don't know what you're talking about, underground tortoise, about being unrealistic. What do you mean? If you're just sharing your journey and talking about you, how are you going to say something unrealistic? I don't get it. I think you're overthinking, dude. How to be realistic when putting yourself out there? What do you mean? I don't think anything that I talked about was realistic. I talked about making a lot of money and doing this and doing that. And I've accomplished a lot of goals. But at the time that I said it, did I think it was realistic? No, I don't care. Let's say somebody came back six months later, bro, and was like, well, you said this. I don't give a shit. They're a random fucking troll on YouTube or Facebook. Who cares? Fuck them. You're going to minimize your message and change what you say because of what some random person who doesn't even have an identity on the internet is going to say about you. You get what I'm saying? Thank you, Connor. I've just put out content to have a video up. Brian uploads every day. It may not get millions of views, but there is value in each production. Yeah, right. I'm sharing my journey too. This is a lot of things that I've learned. So I know there's value in it. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. How much time each? Doesn't matter how much time. Javier, just do 30 seconds at least, minimum. You recommend boom boom for videos? You mean bomb bomb? <laughs> boom boom. That's funny. Uh, I never use them, but I heard they're good. I would try them out, sure. Toastmaster clubs before you join one? No, I just joined the closest one to me, Annie. When am I coming to Miami? I go to Miami like once or twice a year. I'm going to be in Orlando in August. Um, but Miami, I don't know for sure yet. I don't. What else you guys got for questions? I'll stay on for a few more minutes. You think a nice vehicle would serve as an advertising tool of your success? Sure, Mark. Sure. But if you're only going to get it for that, I wouldn't. You know what I mean? That's just my personal opinion. Yeah, my cars help me, but I really want them and I enjoy them. That's the difference. Can't wait for the Dallas tour. Do you write down bullet points of what you're speaking on? You can in the beginning. I don't have to anymore. Modern success event in August. Yeah, Victor. See you there, dude. And why not Miami? Because I'm doing a tour with the Florida Association of Realtors. So we're not going to Miami. It's just in Orlando. What do you think about the BRRR strategy? I don't even know what that is, um, Connor. Uh, what's the max listings a solo agent can maintain in your opinion? Um, there's no limit, bro. I know some solo agents who manage 10, 15, 20 listings. Yep, there we go, Mike. Good. Needed this. I will send you video, dude. I'm, gonna, I'm not saying send me video, guys, because I can't guarantee I'm going to watch them, but keep them for your own record 
or post them on your Facebook or Instagram, right? Because I think I have like 97 unanswered DMs. I might not even get to them because a lot of times I don't have time. But post them on your own wall or watch them yourself. That's the main point. And now a lot of you guys are going to ask me more, uh, we can say elaborate questions about rewiring your subconscious mind and all that. That's not going to happen on a Supreme Being podcast. That's when you need to take the next step and get closer to somebody like me or somebody else that you like and study and learn from them directly. That's the next step. I have a video editor. Uh, I just do it myself, man. I have this thing called Sony Vegas, but all I do with my video in there is I clip the beginning when I turn the camera on and I remove the last couple seconds when I turn it off. Do you ever feel like doing videos after posting these past years? Yeah, it's fun. Seem like you're not ever lazy. No, never. Do you drink coffee? No, I don't. I don't. I think coffee's disgusting, personally. I do have tea. I drink tea. Tea is good. Of course, Mike, you're welcome. You're welcome. Buy, rehab, rent, refinance, repeat. Um, okay. I thought you meant something like that. Yeah. You know, I think that's a viable strategy, Connor, as long as that's not all you're doing and you're not over leveraged. You know what I mean? Like I haven't refinanced any of the properties that I have equity on, like in Texas. And I don't plan to, but I know some people who do that. They just, it's not the majority of their portfolio, if that makes sense. If they have 10 properties, they might do it with two or three, not eight or nine, if that makes sense. What do you recommend a solo agent to overcome loneliness? Um, get out and socialize, right? Easiest editing system. I, I'm terrible with technology, Daisy, so I'm not the one to ask. Ask Lloyda. She can help you with that. Uh, CRM, KV Core. That's what I recommend. Want to become an investor? Yeah, you can get your license if you want to become an investor. It's not required, but it might be helpful for you. Fizbos, yeah, Fizbos take a lot of time and patience, bro. Uh, let's see, if a certain agent is dominating a certain area, how do I take over? You just, you need one listing and one deal there, and you can start the process, Prince. Just focus on getting your first one there. There's plenty of areas that I've gotten deals in where supposedly somebody dominates, and I go in there and take business from them. So there's plenty to go around. Drink mate? Yeah, I drink, I drink mate, right? I mean, there's days that I don't drink it, but I, I do have tea. And then sometimes I'll have a, like a green tea, like the little packets, right? Sometimes I'll have it in the morning or at night, but it's not a lot, right? And if I have mate in the morning, I'll have three or four and that's it, like little sips. I don't have a whole tea kettle and run it through my mate, you know? You still have a cat? Yes, I do. Cool. Okay, guys, um, I'm going to end it here. Thank you uh, for being here. I really appreciate it. As always, Team BC, my real estate team, sponsors this podcast. If you need anything real estate worldwide, you can find us at teambcsold.com. Number two, Modern Success. Shout out to all the Modern Success members. If you want to join, go to briancasella.com or if you're on Instagram, you can click the link in my bio. We have our second members only live event, August 10th, and I have some dynamite speakers coming, so you definitely want to be there. Number three, eXp Realty. If you haven't joined, go to join.exprealty.com. Get your application in. Or if you want more information, you can message me directly um, on Facebook, Instagram, or whatever, and we can start talking. Okay, thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Another episode every Monday, every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'll catch you guys on the next one on Wednesday. All right, peace.